Hey, Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, I am teaching you how to use telepathy. Telepathy is the supposed communication of thoughts or ideas by means other than known senses. It gets a woo-woo rep, but honestly, it's pretty normal. You're probably already doing it, and I'm going to teach you how to be more self-aware of it so that you can have more control of it and use it to your highest good. But hey, Scotty. Hey guys, now I, I really need this because me and telepathy, it just doesn't happen for me. I've never yeah. gotten a message. I've tried it before. What do you think of when you think of telepathy? I think like, I think I guess that I can, with my mind, yeah. tell you something. Like right now, did you get what I told you? No. Okay. See? We don't have it. You and working. I don't have a telepathic connection. Okay. Just like we're not twin flames, we have no telepathic connection. I try so hard to be telepathic to you, and it never works. Yeah. I mean, look, I know Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox (laughs) have this whole language in telepathy that they do with each other because they're twin flames, and they they don't even speak anymore. They they can just just, talk with their minds. That's it. They don't have to use... That's really convenient if you you want to keep things quiet or you're in a movie theater. You can talk to each other telepathically. Yeah, full conversation. They actually do a podcast, and there's no talking. (laughs) It's just them... And everyone's like, this is the best. And it's the best podcast ever. (laughs) So... But we don't have that. We don't. We don't. We don't. It's okay. okay. Yeah. Now, I'm going to try for today, just for today, with, yeah. with the audience. I think I can get to them. And you know how we always play Jumanji on this show. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to telepathically say Jumanji during this episode. Okay. So you're going to do it telepathically, and the audience will have to know like how many times you telepathically yes. sent it to them? Yes. I'm going to send it X amount of times. Okay. I'm not telling you right now. <laughs> Okay, I've already done two. Okay, I've already <laughs> sent you two Jumanjis. Um, so if you are playing, you That's know, two. you know what to do. Yeah, you figure okay, out. You know what rest. to do. Two socks off. Okay, but <laughs> we'll see at the end how many times I say it. So I wanted to talk about telepathy because it's one of those things, like many things in the psychic world, um, that I don't know what is it. Like people think it's silly or funny, and and the name gets overused, and it's been portrayed like in lots of different ways in the media and whatnot. But at this point, I have gotten so proficient (laughs) at using telepathy and understanding what it is that nothing ever surprises me anymore. Like anybody contacts me, I know they were about to. Um, Anything that happens like with people sending me messages, like I feel it immediately. I know the difference between my own thoughts and what other people are trying to send me through their thoughts. And you all can do it too. One of my main missions here um, in my endless (laughs) attempt to make the paranormal normal is to truly take words like telepathy and be like, hey, wait a second, you're already doing it. This is how you're doing it. And this is how you can get better at it. So I'm going to talk about all that, but, but yeah. And you know, when I first noticed this, um, when I started doing readings, cause remember everybody, the more you do this stuff, the better you get at it. It's like a muscle. When I started doing readings all those years ago, I would do, um, email readings and I would feel a client that I hadn't talked to in months, maybe just, I'd feel their energy and I'd be like, oh my gosh. And I never thought, cause usually I do a reading. I, I forget about it. Okay. And I'd be like, oh, what happened to so-and-so? And then either that day or the next day they'd contact me. And this was happening so often. I'm like, oh my gosh, 
I'm getting better at this. It, it's, it, I'm getting better at it. And now it happens all the time to me. Um, really close friends and I can do it to each other. So, I mean, my, like my one friend, like we'll text each other at the same time or she'll text me and it's exactly what I was about to text her about. So little things like that pop up, but I can't do it with you, Scott. No, it, it never happens with I know. me. And you- I try all the time. Like I'm always like, you're at the grocery store and you forgot something. I forgot to tell you to get something. And I'm like, like chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets. Like I'm trying so hard and it, it doesn't work. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to interrupt what you're talking about here, but yeah. this has kind of actually been weird. Why? Since we've actually just yes. started this podcast. My phone is rang like two times yeah. already. Your phone is rang. I usually get like two phone calls every month. Yeah. And I've already gotten two just in this five minute bit here. The same. I, I, my is, phone's like blowing up. Yeah. And like we keep getting these weird distractions. Yeah. And the cat keeps bothering me too. Yeah. So the cat does not stop today bothering right. me. I think it's because we're talking about this telepathy. Topic. And yeah. so obviously everything's going to happen during yeah. our recording session. Yeah. A few people just DM me that they're already <laughs> naked. Okay. Okay. So, so I mean, obviously, <laughs> I've been I'm saying talking, it a lot. Talking, yeah. you're just sending out your Jumanji vibes. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, and I think like just back to the whole telepathy thing. I try not to send messages to people, maybe because it, you know, I'm indigo and I want to like bother people. So you don't want to bother them in the telepathic world. I don't. Huh, I nice. don't. That's very nice. Of I you. know. I like don't want to bother them, but I do feel when people are like, oh, you know, they they may, might want to talk to me or like business stuff or like other things. Like I'll feel them. I'll feel them. I'm like oh gosh, I know I'm going to hear from this person. I'm not going to hear from that person. And one of the things I'm going to talk to you all about is how to distinguish you from them. Like, is it my thoughts or is it somebody else actually sending me a message? And also how to shut down the connection. Because you don't always want to be some sort of open calling line for everyone to reach. Okay. It's not, it doesn't feel good. It can feel very stressful. Do you, okay, that's actually, I have a question. I don't know. Let me ask this question. Could you have a telepathic connection to someone that you do not know? No. So like, let's say. I'm going to talk about that. Oh, you do? Yeah. All right. Because like, I've been trying to contact Miley Cyrus telepathically. I know. And she hasn't answered. I know. So is that because I don't know her? (laughs) But if I go to her concert, get into the first row and she sees me and I wave to her, then we might have a connection and then I can telepathically talk to her. Telepathic. And I'm going to talk about this. Telepathic connections work a heck of a lot better when you already have a psychic bond with somebody. Okay, so it has to be a psychic bond. It has to be just like you've had enough of a connection that your higher selves are like, hey, they're like acquainted. Okay. But um, past life connections, you can. Well, I think me and Miley have a few past life connections. But... <laughs> so maybe we can. Maybe. maybe. this is possible. All okay. Right. All right. So all right, we're going to do an ad from Function of Beauty. Then when we come back, I'm going to go through some different signs of telepathy and then telepathy gone wrong. You know what is all over my bathroom? Half gone bottles of Function of Beauty shampoo and conditioner and all their products. We use it exclusively over here all the time. Function of Beauty is the world's first fully customizable hair care that creates individually filled shampoos, conditioners, styling, and treatment formulas based on your hair now and where you want it to go. 
Founded by a dream team of engineers and cosmetic scientists, each Function of Beauty product is individually designed to be as unique as you are. Function of Beauty offers over 54 trillion possible formulations. Every one of them is vegan and cruelty-free, and they never use sulfates or parabens. You can also go completely silicone-free. Here's how it works. First, you take the very quick hair quiz to build your hair profile and select five hair goals like lengthen, volumize, oil control. Does your hair get frizzy in the winter but oily in the summer? Function formulations are meant to be changed when your needs change. Next, choose your color and fragrance or go dye and fragrance free. Then get your freshly filled formula delivered straight to your door. It's beautifully packaged. Um, There's stickers in it. It's fun. And prepare for good hair days ahead. So say goodbye to generic hair care for good today. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to take your hair goals quiz and you'll save 25% on your first order. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get 25% off your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash KYA to take your hair quiz and save 25% off your first order. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. All right, so I I thought that it might be interesting to go through some of the ways that telepathy happens. Maybe some of these are things that happen to you, some signs that you're very telepathic. Okay. Okay. And also, I've tried these. Okay, I've tried these myself, and unfortunately, a lot of the times, it's just gone wrong for me. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, I really want to get that telepathic connection with you. I know. I want that same connection. We both want it so bad. I want the Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox connection with you. I do, too. I need I mean, that. we all are striving for that. <laughs> we all need that. We want to have that with our significant others, and most of us can't. You know, I'm like, not with you enough. I yeah. need your thoughts in yes. me, too. Okay. <laughs> all right, so here's like a real simple one. It's instinctive telepathy. Mm. This is like, you know, animals have this. Oh, yeah. This is like your basic, you know, how animals communicate yeah, with do. each other. Yeah. Um, and basically, an instinctive te- telepathy is usually experienced when an individual recognizes the feelings or needs of another person, even though they're physically not near. Okay. okay. So I have many times tried this with you. You know, sometimes, I don't know, if, I mean, I assume most people go to the bathroom. Um <laughs> Maybe starseeds don't. I don't know. Is that a thing for starseeds? Star they, they don't might need not. to go to the bathroom. But, you know, I should probably check. But sometimes I run out of, you know, TP. Yeah. And I telepathically try to tell you, hey, I need hey, that. throw me a roll. You throw me a roll, yeah. Yeah. And it's just never happened. It hasn't worked for you No. Yet. And then you don't want to know what happens from there. But, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm in the shower and I forget to, that there's soap. There's yeah. no soap in there. And I telepathically, you know, because I don't want to get out and get everything wet. Like throw me a bar. I throw you a bar, yeah. yeah. But you've never responded. So I'm not telepathically, I'm not being instinctively telepathic to you. Yeah. Have you, has it ever worked for you where you sent me the message and I got it or didn't get it? Yeah. I know, it doesn't work between us. It doesn't. It doesn't. But yeah. like with the kids and stuff, it always does. You and the kids? Yeah. yeah. Like I always know like with the kids or, or like close friends or whatever. Like I think they pick up on my needs or I'll pick up on their needs, even though we're not like near each other. Maybe a lot of us actually feel that way. Like we'll be like, oh my gosh, I don't know. I'm thinking about my friend so-and-so. I think she needs a hug. I'm just going to reach out. Like that might be a, a, a sign of it. But no, we don't have that. All right. Well, maybe the second one we do. Okay. Okay. So another way you could be telepathic is you can sense their love and support even in silence. Yes. Yeah. So like at times maybe you can feel their hug. Oh. Maybe you can feel their kiss. Okay. In silence. And, you know, I've tried this with you. 
I did. I, you know, I sat down. I like, doubt that. You know, you're downstairs. I'm upstairs. I completely doubt. You know, you tried to send me a no, telepathic no, no. I'm in, hug. I'm in the office and you know, <laughs> doing some emails. You're down here watching Netflix. Okay. And That's... you know, it's weird for me to even look. I'm trying to open up here. Okay, okay I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I, okay. And I and I've tried this, and then I, and all of a sudden I do start to feel the kiss, but then it's like I feel like a beard and a mustache, and oh, it gets yeah. really scratchy. Then rough hands around my back. Oh, you're kissing someone else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they feel like they just raised a barn. Okay, so that again is not. So you're sending your hugs and kisses telepathically to someone else, not me. Well, no, I'm trying to get it to you, but what yeah. happens telepathically? It gets intercepted. Yeah. By people like a different connection in Lancaster, PA. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So I don't know if I can well, figure that out. To try to make that serious, I can see where some of us do do that. Um, we send each other support or if somebody's going through a hard time. Like you really try to, you know, if you're not near them, send them a hug or send them love or really send them all your affection. And I feel like a lot of us can feel that even if we're not near each other, we can feel each other's friendships really supporting us. I think that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I believe in this stuff. All right. So <laughs> the next one is you have a strange... Feeling in the eye area. Oh. Now, this is not for people that suffer from allergies. Okay. It's just an allergy. Oh. Okay? Um, there's this belief that a sudden twitch in your right eye, the right eye, may indicate that someone is jealous of you. Oh. And this is this is this one I have. Like I continuously have. Right now, my right eye is twitching <laughs> because I I feel that almost everybody is jealous of me. Um, you know, I am Mr. Big Box. <laughs> Uh, you know, I am, I guess, cheap. Um, You're the Hilton Diamond Club member. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, <laughs> I know influencers definitely have issues with me. Uh, <laughs> supermodels around the globe, really jealous of Petro Hanchar. Uh, so, I, you know, I went to Harvard. Everyone knows that. Yeah. So I, I feel like my eye is always twitching. And right now, you, isn't it twitching? Yeah. yeah. You see that? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I have that too, but I think it's just stress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know about that one. It could be. That one's like my stress eye. Okay. And it, and the, also if your left eye twitches, oh, then you believe that someone is in love with you. Oh. So if you get a lot of left eye twitching. That sounds like uh, some old wives' tale stuff. Yeah, it could be. It could be. But anyway. <laughs> well, thank you for bringing it to our attention. Yeah, it's another sign. Okay. okay. So another sign here. Let, let's go through another one. Okay. You suddenly feel tense for no apparent reason. Oh, yeah. So when someone speaks badly of you, or thinks of you intensely, yeah. it's possibly that you're going to get some unpleasant symptoms in the form of tension or something like that. For sure. Yeah. I believe that. Yes. Um, and of course, this does happen to me. Yes. I'm constantly getting these unpleasant <laughs> symptoms. Obviously, a lot of hatred for me out there as well. <laughs> jealousy, the jealousy. Hatred. Um, you know, I mean. You're such a figure. Yeah. So, I mean, I do get a lot of unpleasant symptoms, of course. I mean, most of the time after I eat Chinese food, but other times too. So there's probably a lot of hatred out there for me. You know, we all know about my DMs. <laughs> well, I think there was that that one review you got where the lady was like, can we stop hearing about your, your uh, digestive problems? Yeah. That did happen. That did happen. Yeah, that was an old one. Well, no, but that is true. I'm going to talk about that too because you can feel when someone's hating on you or you can feel like a toxic connection and it does feel like gross or you feel dirty or you feel sick. That's a real thing. Yeah. And it's something that you might not even always be able to control it, but you have to 
be aware of it so you can shut it down. It's very toxic, and toxic people can do that to you. Okay. Now, I just, I'm, just to bring it back to aura colors, because that's what the show really is all about, mm-hmm. are, there, um, are there aura colors that could have better tele- telepathic abilities? Is that, is I think that, all no. the aura colors do. Um, I think they just do it in each aura color's way. Like reds aren't going to say they're telepathic. They're going to be like, I just knew it. I'm a ju- you know, instinct. I just know that guy's like, you do it all. It's like, you'll just pick up on somebody's, uh, intent. You'll just, well, I just know you, you'll back it up by logic, but you'll be like, that person wants to do this. Like, you'll just feel it or you'll feel a vibe from other dude in the room or something like, oh, they don't like me. Or you always know when people don't like you actually. <laughs> I'll get those symptoms again. Yeah. But I remember when you were teaching, there was always like, I don't know, a percentage of the teachers that didn't understand your humor and you just immediately knew they hate you or that you weren't their cup of tea. True. But you would just say like, you wouldn't call it telepathy, you know? Um, Yellow people are going to get it just, they get immediate uh, downloads quickly from people, very direct and honest. I can go through quick, just the five. Um, Purple people, they don't question it. They get a feeling, they jump on it. They're probably better at it because they don't purples don't usually question themselves so if they get something like yeah obviously it's you know telepathy like they're not going to just moving on and they've been doing this since they were a kid without any breaks blue people they are like that um the sending support or that instinctual telepathy like blue indigos those are the ones that are feeling other people's what they need and they'll pick it up that way and act on it and oh, greens, you know, greens. I got to think about that one. Pinks? Oh, pinks? Oh, pink people? Um, pink people are going to be kind of more. I got to think about that. Mm, turquoise? Okay, you put me on the spot, but I got it. Okay, pinks. Pinks can pick up telepathic messages very easily, but because they can be very easily overwhelmed, they're going to probably push them out or zone out. So. Pink people can pick it up, but they might not want to accept it or receive it. And they might be kind of, um, they're impulsive about it. Like if they want to pick up the message and respond to it, they will. But if they don't, they'll just zone out. Turquoises are actually really amazing at telepathy. I would give them the A++ in this department because they're so less limited by boundaries and space. Um, as the rest of us are, they're able to like throw their energy at people really strongly to get them to feel their presence non-locally. And they're able to pick up the same types of messages. I mean, you can even think about a turquoise and they'll know it. Like it's so natural to them because they're not so limited by space and physical constraints as the rest of us are. And green people, now they think about it, green people, they're your tele, they would work telepathy best with nature. So they're the ones that they're really, greens are amazing with animals. I always see them as like horse trainers um, and animals do speak tele, uh, telepathically. Um, they're really good horse trainers. They're really good dog trainers. They're really good with plants and nature. Like they're the ones picking up the telepathic communications from plants and animals and, and the world around us environmentally um, and the systems at play. So that would be like, that's my very quick on the spot rundown of the orc. Yeah, no, I mean, you, I mean, there's so much detail we, you would probably do on this. You could probably go into like, wh- like which aura colors receive messages from which colors easier. Like, you know, maybe if you're purple indigo like yourself, maybe like turquoise messages come in quicker than mine because I'm a red. They're not coming in. Maybe that's, I don't know. Yeah, I would say like red, like you have red, yellows have more of ability to deflect um, the emotional ones from people. 
Uh, and then greens would kind of maybe sense it, but deflect it. But the nature ones, they're not going to. That's going to come right into them. So I, yeah, I think we all have like better pathways for different things. Whereas more, yeah, like indigos, blues, purples, turquoises, maybe we can all communicate a little better with each other. Some of, but you know, and then I think the real issue is our own filters, our programming, like how we take it. Like, do we think it's anxiety? Like for many years, I thought the telepathic messages I was getting from people was just my anxiety and my oh my God, I'm thinking about myself or I'm insecure. Like, oh, what is this? And then now that I realize like they're different than your thoughts and I can feel my own thoughts versus telepathic messages. Now it's easy for me, but for a long time, I put it in the anxiety department, which I think a lot of the more emotional colors do. Okay. All right. Let me get back to my list. I have a few more. Okay. All right. Greater, great sense of danger. You can, you could... Uh, sense danger or trouble. Oh, okay. we all so could do that. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, one day, you know, like th- I, this one story comes to mind for me. You know, one day I was just minding my business and I just get start getting these messages from a young boy. Uh, he was living in a hotel. I, I saw this like snow and mountains around him, a lot of snowstorms. Um, Is this The Shining? No, no, no. And his dad <laughs> was going crazy. <laughs> You know, trying to kill his family. Are you the groundskeeper? And I went up and I dropped everything. I got a plane. I went up in a snowstorm, got there, and then I was I, I was killed. That's awful. I, I'm the podcast host. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, I was just killed. You know, he goes through, the and, guy and goes through all that trouble all and that. gets killed. And why does he get killed? Yeah, Stephen I King. I seriously, he yeah. goes through all this all trouble. That. You know, he like rents a bobcat. He does all these things. <laughs> gets up there, gets killed. Did he, he should have like defended himself a little better, maybe or yeah. something. I mean, oh, but in the movie, yeah, didn't he have the gift? He yeah, called they had it. The, yeah, they yeah, had the, the gift. gift. Yeah, all they right. talked to each other in each other's heads. Right, but then he like <laughs> dies. All right. Anyways, I know. I, I okay. Okay. Let's skip that one. All right. All right. <laughs> you can man- communicate through your dreams. Oh yes. yes. Oh, so, we all we're all like nodding enthusiastically. All of us and the listeners. Yes. 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 When kindred spirits <laughs> connect on a deeper level, they can share dreams, communication. Now, I, yeah, look, I, most people that listen to the podcast know that I don't dream. But I've tried to connect to you in my dreams. And, you know, I really wanted to connect. I, I really went, this, I went really special on this. It was deep, right? I was really trying. And I thought I had it. But then at the end, it wasn't you. It was Michael Strahan. <laughs> You're so, always in my dreams. I know. I, I'm always I, having dreams about you, yeah. talking to you in my dreams. Okay, there's our telepathic connection. Okay. And I, I choose to believe that's you and your higher self. Okay. Even if you don't remember it. All right. All right. And the last one I have here is out of the blue, you just feel like smiling. And, you know, this happens to me a lot. I, I mean, I'm just, you know, I'm going down, I'm in public, so I'm getting the, the yogurt, I'm in the yogurt aisle. There's an older lady, you know, we have a lot of older people in this area. We do. We talked about this. And she's coming down the aisle the other way. I smile. I can't help it. I mean, I've gotten a lot of numbers. Do you smile? At, well, at the grocery tele- store? Telepathy. I just no, can't I, imagine No, I can't you. control it. It's like when you can't control it. Like, all oh, okay. like, right smiling. now, I'm smiling. Like, and then, what, what is this? And then you get the numbers. I get a lot of I have so many numbers. <laughs> like, I have at least six. You, fi- you should find, like, um, six. like, an elderly sugar mama. I have a few. <laughs> I always wonder where those <laughs> nice little Bahama Tommy Bahama shirts come from. Yeah, <laughs> they're dressing. That I wear. That I always wear. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
All right. We got a couple ads and then we, we go back. What You're going to teach us. What you had to do for that Tommy Bahama <laughs> shirt? Uh, yeah. It's my favorite shirt. There's really nothing worse when your hair just won't cooperate, when it's frizzy or needs hydration and you just want to throw it up in a ponytail and call it a day. Well, guess what? Way is here. It's the multitasking powerhouse that does it all. It hydrates, detangles, fights frizz, and even acts as a heat protectant. Trust me, your hair will thank you. I took the Way quiz and I my hair type is way thick. And I am really excited because it protects from heat and dryness and frizz. And I use a lot of heat on my hair in order to make it smooth. And so I'm excited to use Way's best-selling leave-in conditioner. Um, it allows you to say goodbye to frizz, tangles, flyaways, and breakage for all hair types. It protects your hair from heat up to 450 degrees. It's scented with North Bondi, a floral fragrance with notes of bergamot, violet, and white musk. It's color safe and cruelty free. So discover a new way, spelled O-U-A-I, of life with the leave-in conditioner from Way. Go to the Way. T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and use code Aura to get 15% off your entire purchase. That's 15% off your entire order at the way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, code Aura. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We talk about BetterHelp a lot in this show, and this month we're discussing some of the stigmas around mental health. For example, some people think you should wait until things are unbearable to go to therapy, but that isn't true. Therapy is a tool to utilize before things get worse, and it can help you avoid those lows. I love my BetterHelp. I have my sessions with my counselor over the phone. I look forward to them and I always get something out of them that I use to just make my life better, just to, to, to help me see things in a different light. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Know Your Aura listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash KYA. That's BetterHelp. B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash K-Y-A. Hey, Scotty. All right. Hey, guys. All right. So MM is now going to teach you guys how to use telepathy. Let's work on a psychic skill today. Let's work on telepathy. So telepathy is the ability to communicate non-verbally and even non-locally with others. Um, as a lot of these terms, just because, I don't know, they're words I have to borrow, you know, to like, because they already exist, but a lot of them have a lot of, I guess, preconceived notions attached to them and they've already, you know, they're silly or nonsensical or they've been made fun of in a lot of different ways. So when you use immediately the word telepathy, it's like, oh, it's such BS. It's like nonsense. It's not real. And, you know, I can laugh at that because a lot of ways it's been portrayed is, yeah, exactly, silly. Um, But it is a skill. If I could name, rename it, I would. (laughs) And 
it's really just nonverbal, non-local communication with other people. You send energy to them, they pick it up. That's what it is. It's actually defined as the transmission of information from one person to another without using any known human sensory channels or physical interaction. That's the actual definition. This term, telepathy, was first coined back in 1882 by a classical scholar named Frederick W.H. Myers. But Of course, there are no studies which have proven that it works, and the scientific community considers it a pseudoscience. Okay. Even so, it's something that we all do, and I'm going to go into it. So you're going to be really proud of me. I got organized here. First, I'm going to explain how telepathy is different from mind reading because they're two different things. Then I'm going to give examples of how you're already doing it. You all are. And when you know how you're doing it, you can strengthen it and then use it. And then we'll discuss how you can work on it consciously so as to get better at it and use it for your highest good. You're going to get more psychic. And I'm going to help you with telepathy today is our, is our topic. Okay, first, let's separate it from mind reading because that's a different thing. Mind reading is the notion that someone can read your mind, like reading the pages in a book. I don't really believe in mind reading. Um, I don't. Uh, I I don't believe that really happens. I feel like we end up picking up cues from people energetically for sure, little feelings here or there, whatever. But there's something called mind reading. It's also cold reading. So for example, mentalists, we all like to watch those mentalists on TV. It, it, you know, they usually fall under the category of magicians. Uh, They know people's minds. They know what this is, what that is. They're really experts at studying human behavior and using the nuances in human behavior to kind of lead them and influence them to a conclusion that's really a lot of showmanship and it's a lot of fun to watch. But that's mind reading. That's, that's, that's different. That's really the cold reading or the mentalist ability. Um, the, they are just experts at influencing people through something called mirroring. And you can really look this up. It's, it's a real thing. Um, it's something a lot of people study. It's an energy match. You make eye contact. You can influence their movements by like copying them, like your arms crossed, or you move the way they're moving, or you match their rhythm of breathing. You watch their eyes move. I mean, there's so many things. You can pick up cues from their body language, even the way they dress. You can watch their involuntary movements and take these cues. Um, so, for example, let's say a mentalist is doing something where they you know, pick a card, any card, and you pick the card, and they're like, oh, the four of spades. They're, they have gone through this so much studying people and understanding how to get them exactly to the conclusion they need them to come. I mean, it's a, it's a brilliant thing to do. You have to be really smart to do it. You have to study a lot. But, you know, it's an art and it's a science and it's a really cool thing to watch. And I do believe that they're great students of human energy cues and reading energy on people. But it does fall under the realm of like magicians or mentalists, things of that nature. And you can become an expert at it and it's used to make people do things or coerce them. Um, I even think I read something about people in, uh, I guess, like fields of study uh, where they have to negotiate with other people. They'll like use this to help influence all that kind of stuff. So it's it's definitely interesting and it's energy based and it's human based, but it's different than telepathy. So telepathy is something that we all can do. 
we can do this subconsciously all the time. Like a lot of things I'm going to talk about in making yourself more psychic as we do more of these episodes. It really is about you. So anytime I talk about you improving your skills with your psychic abilities, you always have to go into yourself because you have to know yourself to know how you work so as to pick up cues better. So that's how it's going to vary from person to person, just how you work. There are different forms of telepathy, but it all boils down to the act of communicating with one's higher self via your own higher self. So your higher self is your soul identity. It's the real you. It exists concurrently with our human ego identity. So just consider yourself like there's human you, and then there's like higher self you. Higher self you exists beyond your conscious mind. It's the version of you that sees all your potential, that knows what your goals and and uh, objectives are for this lifetime. It's the one that's in immediate contact with your spirit guides, and, and it's kind of like the part of you that's always connected to the other side, or it's your soul identity. So it's always there, and tapping into it can help you with all your psychic abilities, including telepathy. So the point of a spiritual journey is always try trying to align your self, your human you, and your higher self as much as possible in this lifetime. And practicing telepathy can really help with that because you can kind of communicate with your higher self and then you start talking to other people's higher selves and I'll get into that more. So because everyone is already telepathically communicating on some level, it's more a matter of paying attention to it first. A lot of telepathy happens for you unconsciously during your day. It's already happening. Uh, You just got to notice when it's happening and immediately record your thoughts, feelings, and circumstances surrounding it. It's just like working out all this stuff, you guys. So like, it's kind of like when they say, okay, you know, you got your, let's say you got your eight pound dumbbell, right? And you're supposed to be doing these like arm lifts. What is, what does the trainer always tell you? Think about your bicep, you know, constrict the muscle, put all your focus in the muscle you're trying to work. It's the same thing with this. Like when you catch yourself having a telepathic moment, ooh, stop right there. Focus on it. What happened? What are you feeling? Send some energy there. It's the same thing. And it will get stronger the more you do this. And then it will become just a knee-jerk reaction. Um, how many times? Okay, so here are some examples of how you're already doing it. I know you are. How many times have you just thought of someone and they contacted you shortly thereafter? Or you were hoping you did or didn't see someone at the grocery store and of course there they were. Because it works both ways. You can be like, oh my God, I hope I don't see her. I don't want to see that lady. I don't want to see her. I just know. And then you see her, you're like, I knew I was going to see her. I just knew it. Because it works with wanting to see somebody and not wanting to see somebody. Um, Your want or your not want has nothing to do with it. It's more just that they entered your consciousness because their higher self is like, hey, to your higher self that's like, hey. And like, you just know you're going to like intertwine at some point. Um, Okay. Another way that you're already doing it, you're having a dream about somebody, for example. And the next day you hear they had some sort of conflict or major situation occur. So maybe it's like your high school bestie you haven't talked to in a long time. Man, she was on my mind. And then you just like, I'm just going to go to her Facebook, see what's going on. It's like, oh, this thing is happening with them. Okay. That's, that's weird. It's really weird. So that might happen to you all the time. Or you could be having a group conversation with people and you feel the need to communicate something that another person wants you to without them ever having to actually tell you to do that. 
So it's kind of like a lot of us will feel protective of other people for like no reason. It's because there might be somebody else in the group that's like, I need this to be said or somebody stick up for me or help me. And they can't say that out loud, but your higher self picks up on it and then communicates that message to the rest of the group for her. You know what? She's, she's comfortable not talking right now. So we're just going to let her sit there and let's talk about other things. Or like you just, you might just like take over and lead a conversation away from the person that you know that they don't want attention on or opposite. Like, Hey, this happy thing happened to this person. I think they're being a little shy talking about it. Let's all, let's all pay attention to her today. Let's see what she has to say. Could work the other way. You like, you just kind of pick up cues from other people without them ever telling you to do that. So some of this is rooted in your empath abilities too, where you just pick up on things from people and you feel there. And later you can usually get confirmation like, hey, thanks for saying that. I was felt weird about speaking up. You just took the words right out of my mouth. Um, another thing that we do a lot is like, you know, somebody's in somebody's in turmoil or stress. What do you say? My thoughts are with you. My prayers are with you. What does that mean? What does it mean to send thoughts to somebody or send prayers to somebody? You know, in this world, we're so alone. I feel like that's truly, like if you take this whole world and and you say the most difficult thing about it and, and how we do one thing, we do everything, right? So we're all stuck in our own selves. And on the other side, that doesn't happen. There's no physical body that entraps you, anchors you to this 3D existence, like you're part of the 5D all the time. And what I mean by that is on the other side, and they've only let me have flashes of this in readings, and I've had one amazing experience where I felt it 100% with my spirit guide, but on the other side, there's no such thing as separate consciousness. You can share consciousness with people all the time. And that's why when loved ones on the other side come through, they can fill you with such complete emotion or that you just feel bombarded and a wave takes over you because that's how you communicate on the other side. You merge energies and you don't have just your own. Like it feels so filled with love all the time. It's hard to explain. So telepathy is that like you're sending your consciousness to somebody and they're sending their consciousness to you and it merges for a moment. That's what telepathy is. And so a way that we comfort people in our 3D reality when they're going through something awful, we say, you know, my thoughts are with you. It's a way of saying, I'm sending energy to you. I'm sending my consciousness to you. So you're not alone. See, we know that we're doing it. We know, we all know that it's happening. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. 
Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Another way that you're probably already experiencing telepathy is this way. I think this is a fun way. My friend told me that every time she gets on the phone with her mom or another family member, that's when everyone else in the family starts to call in to either of them. So she's on the phone with her mom and then her brother's like, oh, hang on, your brother's on call waiting. Or, and then she gets a call from her aunt. Or, you know, and they all start calling each other in the same time. And the rest of the day, it's like crickets. So you might just have this immediate feeling, I got to call my mom and like everybody else in the family is calling her too or calling you or you, it's, it's just kind of like your higher selves are all in the same, like, let's make contact wavelength. You can also feel someone thinking about you and have a strong urge to reach out. I tell people all the time, it took me a long time to realize this actually. I thought I was crazy because I would feel, I just feel like doing my life. Like I'm in the shower, just thinking about something else. It's like, boom, someone comes into my head or I'm washing dishes, just thinking about something else. Boom, someone comes into my head. It took me a long time to realize like they're thinking of me. I'm not thinking of them. When you, when somebody pops into your mind and and like you look around, like nothing else is going on, that's them making a telepathic connection to you. If they're past, if they're not alive, if they're on the other side, that's them making a mediumship connection to you. If you look around and be like, okay, what was I just thinking about? If you saw something that reminded them, you of them, or they were already on your mind, that's different. But when they just, you'll learn it all, it feels like somebody slaps you. That's really what it feels like. That's, it's like, whoa, okay, hey, what's, what's so-and-so doing? Jeez, why am I thinking about that person? They're thinking about you and you're just picking up on it. Same thing if you're thinking about somebody else and they're kind of intuitive enough to understand it. They're like, man, I just thought of you randomly. It's like, yeah, I sent you. I sent you a little hello telepathically. Um, the more in tune you are, the less crazy that sounds, I promise. So how do you start to do your own controlled telepathy? Okay. This works best with someone you already have a psychic bond with. So this is someone you already know or have some sort of mutual relationship with. So it's not going to work with like a celebrity or people that you don't know, okay? It has to be somebody that you've had a connection to in this lifetime. They have to be aware of you, be aware of you on their higher consciousness level. That's your key to getting into their energy space. Otherwise, it's you're not going to get into their energy space, all right? So... Yeah, it's like people, you know, you, they have to know you too. And that's where we stay grounded in these things. So, for example, um, you know, if it's an ex or if it's a family member or if it's a friend or if it's someone that you've had a conflict with, like your higher selves are aware of each other on the plane of consciousness that is different from this one. So on the 5D plane of consciousness, your higher self is roaming around and all their higher selves are roaming around and you can make contact with them telepathically. So pick someone you have a psychic bond with, all right? Um, Somebody that believes in this stuff would be great (laughs) so they don't think you're crazy. And you're going to want to start saying, okay, let's, let's, let's try this. So... A couple ways to do this. Start to send messages to someone through your thoughts and state of mind. So sit in a meditative state and you can visualize them sitting or standing in front of you. Like really visualize like you're in the same space. Because I got to tell you, there's like on the other side, different than our earthbound realities, there's no such thing as space or time. 
You can be with anybody at any moment. That's why people on the other side can just come to you with a thought. There's no physical space that you have to travel to. You can be anywhere with the power of just thinking. So anyway, so picture them, picture their energy with you. Picture sending them love or gratitude or maybe a feeling of urgency. Take that feeling, see it as a state of energy that can travel to them. If you have to picture it as a little ball of energy that you send to them, or maybe you picture a little gift in your hand and you give it to them and picture them taking and receiving it. All right. Telepathy, like I said, works best when you have a psychic connection or bond. That love, that connection, that soul recognition is what allows the message to travel to them. That's the highway. That's the road it's going to travel on. Family, friends, romantic relationships are the most powerful way to create telepathic communication. So if you want to do this with somebody, it's a great idea to be like, okay, let's pick a time like, I don't know, let's pick Wednesday, for example, whatever date. And, and at some point, I'm going to send you a little message and you do the same to me. And let's see if we know when we sent each other the message. You know, if I'm sitting down at 2 p.m. and I'm looking at the clock, it's 2 p.m. Now I'm going to do this visualization exercise where I'm sending you a little message. And then, hey, when, when did you feel me? Did you feel me? Yeah, I felt you at 2 p.m. That's so crazy. That's exactly when I sat down to do it. Um, what were you doing? I don't know. I was just washing dishes and it just hit me. <laughs> you know, so it might take a few times. That's why you got to work with somebody who's into it like you are. It might take a few times, but I'm telling you, it will work. And then it's a really great tool with your kids or your family members that you can be like, hey, I, you know, I'm thinking about you. You know, you, you look at the clock at 11 and I'll look at the clock at 11. We're together in that moment or something like that. Okay. Um, you can do it in dreams too. So to enhance, sometimes it's easier in dreams just because you're less, I guess, in control uh, on an ego-based level and your higher self just takes over. So before you go to sleep, ask your higher self, hey, higher self, (laughs) ask your higher self to visit somebody's consciousness and give a message. And Ask to communicate back to you in the state that they did indeed receive the message that you sent out. So you can do this even without telling somebody. And you'll be surprised how many phone calls or texts you get the next day of, you know, the ones whoever you communicated with telling you how they can't get you off their mind or something. So maybe send it to somebody that you have a good rapport with. That's always the best way. Um, Like a little bit like, you know, maybe somebody you don't talk to all the time and then ask them in this dream state and I need confirmation back so that there's something in them that they text you back like, hey, how you doing or or whatever. So these, these are just little ways you can work with it and just see how, see what happens. You know, sitting in meditation is another, sitting in meditation, having a conversation with someone who isn't physically present is possible. You can have that talk with a friend you haven't seen in a long time, or you can send love to a friend that you often do. You can finally get that conversation of closure with an ex by sending them all your thoughts and words telepathically. These are all things you can send to them, and, and I always say in the highest good. Always send people these things in the highest good. We're not doing it to get back at anybody or send negative energy. It's just, you know what, I send you love and peace and, and closure and just, just so you know thank you and gratitude for something. 
How will you know that it works? Like I said, after you send these thoughts and feelings to a person non-locally through these telepathic ways, you may hear back from the person immediately. They may tell you how much you've been on their mind or how they felt compelled to reach out to you today. They may randomly ask you, hey, is everything okay? Do you like need anything? I don't know why I'm thinking about you today. If it's someone who isn't in your daily life anymore, it can work a little differently and they might make contact passively. So if this is like someone you don't really talk to or maybe the relationship isn't on the level where you text each other, they might like a post on social media or suddenly DM you like, hey, what's up? When you send a telepathic message, always ask for a confirmation from the recipient. The more in tune they are with their higher selves, the easier it will be for them to call you out on your telepathy. Um... Telepathy can really be used to help relationships and connections, all right? So, so many times it's really not possible to say the things we need to say to someone in our material world. Maybe you've had conflict with somebody. Maybe it's you and a family member. You don't see eye to eye. Um, You know, their ego selves and your ego selves just do not get along. Maybe they're just difficult to talk to. They're always defensive. You know they're always going to take it the wrong way or something, So taking the time to do this telepathically instead allows your higher selves, your soul identities to get involved in order to deliver these loving messages. So profound connections, forgiveness, and even closure can be completed in a telepathic conversation that can't always be realistic in face-to-face ones. Like maybe it's a bad breakup and you just want to say like, you know what, I just want, you know, we didn't get to say goodbye the right way. And I'm sending you gratitude for these are the things that you taught me. And I also forgive you for these things. And I wish you the best in love and light. Goodbye. And, that, and, and it can really give you a lot of healing that way. What are the pros? What are the cons? Because there are cons. Telepathy is great between friends. Close friends are often in tune to one another's comings and goings anyways. And it's nice to have a connection with someone who immediately understands where you are emotionally why you might not be returning texts today or what's going on without you ever having to say an actual word. These are the best kind of friendships and and connections, really. You can feel them in your space. You can feel them speaking to you, comforting you. And the more in tune your friendships and relationships are, the more you can confirm this with one another when you do get together for a regular conversation. So for example, how many times do you see your friend texts you and then you like text them back in your head? I'm notorious at this. I'm sorry. I always do this. I just respond to people in my head and assume they've gotten it. So if like, let's say you're watching a TV show that you know you both enjoy, knowing that you don't have time to text each other your insights. Oh my God, did you see this? She was so good. Or that's so interesting. Or, oh my gosh, that's hysterical. That made me laugh. That made me think of you or whatever. They are hearing them loud and clear. You just know that. And it's usually confirmed like the next time you get together and you both comments the same thoughts and how you knew one another's mind. Oh my God, I thought of you when she said that. I was dying. I knew you'd be dying. You know, it's, you think about each other kind of when you're doing the same thing together and you can confirm it later. Um, But there may be times, that's the good stuff. That's like when you want friendships or close connections in and it's fine if they have access to you. Like it's, because like when you have like a really good relationship with somebody, like you can feel them in your energy all the time and it doesn't like bother you and vice versa. It doesn't bother them because it's, it's not toxic and it's nice. And But there might be times when you don't want the telepathic messages someone is sending you. So this is very important. Unfortunately, 
toxic people can be amazing at latching onto our energy and manipulating our psychic bonds so as to communicate to us negatively. Okay. So if we are in a bad state, we might confuse it with guilt or a reason why we should return to regular communication with them. So for example, back to you're in the shower, you all of a sudden think about the friend that you had like a blow up with and you know there's boundaries been breached and you don't want a relationship with that person anymore. That may, that, that relationship makes you feel negative or sad or upset or bad about yourself. And you know, it needs to end. And all of a sudden you think about them. If you don't understand that they're probably just thinking about you and trying to tug you back into their reality through a telepathic connection, through that psychic bond that still exists, you could be like, man, I'm a crappy person. I need to call them. We got to make it right. I feel guilty. I miss them. When we understand that that's just them trying to pull us back in, we can have more control and choice. So you have to understand. That's why self-awareness is so important. Is it me thinking about it or is it them? Um, It's important to be aware of telepathy in ourselves and others so we can control the links and bonds that attach themselves to us. I often see like really toxic exes creating telepathic communications and becoming a huge spiritual burden. It can interfere with mental health. I can see people feeling dirty or vulnerable or contaminated when someone who has created a psychic bond with you is trying to get in touch. This is somebody who has been abusive to you, somebody who said horrible things to you. This is somebody that needs to keep feeding off of you for themselves, so they try to pull you back in. A lot of horrific relationships can go on these roller coasters because the person who's really victimized can cut it off and then get pulled in by these telepathic psychic bond um, connections that the other person has. And you think that you're this awful person for keeping your boundaries tight, but you're not. So you can feel them trying to pull you back into their energy. And that's why there's a million reasons why you have to protect your energy. I've talked about this in lots of episodes. A rundown really quickly would be turn off your phone, block all their numbers, all their socials, wear protective crystals, I like obsidian, but you can pick your own favorite one. And always pray for white light protection to surround you when you're feeling stressed. Or when, you, when they pop into your mind, picture a bubble of protection around you. You are in control. This is your white light. You don't have to let any energy in that you don't want. And you don't even have to know what the energies are that you don't want in. You can just ask source energy to take care of that, whatever you want to call it, God, universe, whatever you want to call that, you can just say, please take care of that for me. I only want you in here, not anything else. Because that's where telepathy, when you open yourself up, can be negative. So you have to be, it, it's a beautiful thing, but you have to, um, you got to know the bad parts of it so that you can only enjoy the good parts, you know, and, and shut down the bad parts. Um, another telepathic warning, when you go scouring the internet and for, in search of a past connection, they're going to feel it and it opens the door again. That's a warning. Especially if they're in tune, they'll even call you out. So be really wary of going back into the toxic relationships you've let go just to see what they're up to now. It's been like two years since he broke up with me. Where is he, where is he now? I haven't heard from him. Where, what's he doing? <gasps> Did he find Like, what's going on? Let it go. 
move on because I'm telling you, it opens the door again to that tele. Your higher selves can start, you know, it lets them in. No, thank you. I don't want you in. We ended that. The door is shut. But when you go searching, that's like a telepathic kind of doorbell to them. Like, ding dong. Think about me. You don't want them thinking about you. You want them out of your energy. <laughs> um, yeah, when you shut a door on somebody for a good reason, you really have to be sure you, if you want to reopen it again. And searching around in their world can open it. So don't go any rabbit holes looking for them. Don't go you know, internet sleuth looking for what they're doing now so you can feel good about their life destroyed or whatever, like move on. And I know it's hard, but it just opens you back up to that toxic, that toxic energy and their ability to influence and control you. Not control you, but I don't know. It's like, you know, when somebody's like in your pool of energy, it feels contaminated and dirty. It takes a lot of energy to filter that out. So it's like letting that energy back in and it's like, I got to filter it out again. It's energy that can be going to so many other places. <laughs> All right. So that's my warning to you. Um, what are some exercises you can do to help strengthen your relationship with telepathy in the good way? You want to strengthen it, not shut it out. So I didn't want to scare you there. It's just that like you can do it anyway. So you better know what the bad parts of it are as well as the good parts because it's not going anywhere. You all have this skill. When you have more um, an awareness of it, you can use it better. Just like any tool, just like a car, like, or, you know, I guess, I don't know, like a bow and arrow. I don't like it. You better, if you learn how to use it correctly, it's not as dangerous. Okay. So I think that that's kind of like with telepathy, you know how to use it correctly. It's not dangerous. Um, okay. Exercises to do. These are fun. Get a friend involved. Okay. <laughs> All right. Play a game of, I almost texted you when I saw that. And no, like envision yourself telepathically texting them. Like right, make, make a little text in your head. Like go through each letter. Like, do, 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 do. And then hit send. And just make it light stuff. Maybe it's something you both saw on a favorite, like I said, a favorite TV show you both share or if you see something that concerns the other person, send them a message. See if they get it. Like, were you ever, did you know, you know, just see. If you're very close with somebody, this isn't hard to do. Next time you're in an inconvenient or uneasy conversation with somebody and it just won't end, send them a telepathic signal that they need to say goodbye now. <laughs> and this does kind of, I guess this does um, integrate the the mind control or the, the men, what is it? The mental, the mentalist stuff we talked about at the beginning here. You can smile and nod as they go on speaking, and as you do so, in your head, send a strong message: "Say goodbye. Conversation's over. Go away now." You know, like really, and just smile and nod, and see how long it takes for them to wrap up and leave. It shouldn't be too long. The more you work on this, but this could also be sent you sending them body cues too that they're not aware of, but they're still going to respond to. Um. <laughs> that's funny. You know, that mirroring technique, which might be interesting for us all to work on, especially when we don't like confrontation. We can use our body language and stuff to send energetic signals to people to make them go away when, we, when we're done talking to them. Also, if you want to shut a door with somebody, have a goodbye session in your head. Send them on their way with love and light. Lovingly tell their higher self it's time for this bond to be severed. 
Picture it being pulled out of you, root and all, and disintegrating into nothingness. Episode 85, I talk about removing your own cords and attachments, but also having this conversation telepathically is going to help ease them away. And also in a way that's very kind and compassionate and loving. You don't wish ill will on them. You just you just wish the best for them away from your life. That's all. And these are people that have really, it's just not working between the two of you anymore. You don't wish them any ill will. You really let all that go, but you just, you have to do it with gratitude, love, and light. And you can do this telepathically and just tell their higher self, like, it's over now. And your higher self doesn't have the knee-jerk reaction to emotions. So, you know, when you tell somebody's higher self this, they're like, okay, thank you. I appreciate that. And they go, which is very different than from having a conversation with a person face-to-face because they can get very upset or take it personally like we all could. So it's just sometimes easier to do it that way in a lot of ways. Um, before bed, like before you go to sleep, tell your higher self to send a message to someone you have a psychic bond with, a loving and happy relationship, which already exists. Make sure you ask them to give you some sort of confirmation the next day that they received it. They may not be aware of why they make contact the following day, but you will know why. And you can even tell them, I telepathically told you to do that (laughs) and see what they say. I want to hear Everything that you're doing with this, I'm really excited. We should try this in the group, maybe buddy up, be telepathic texting partners, see what happens. Let's work on this skill. I want to hear all the good ways that you've wielded this power so as to live a happier and more productive life as we get more psychic together. Hey, Scotty. Hey, guys. Okay, so... A little homework for everybody. Over on the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family page on Facebook, we're going to practice being telepathic with each other. So go over there, look for the post I put up. Even if it's not, this isn't a recent episode and you're listening to it down the line, the post should still be there. And look it up and comment on there that we're going to practice. And my goal is, you'll, you'll read the instructions on there. My goal is that we all buddy up And we practice sending a little telepathic text to one another. And it would be really awesome to really establish a bond with one another, send some telepathic messages, and see with practice how good we can get at it. Sound like a fun time? Yeah, it does. I've already actually sent (laughs) two messages to members of the Mystic Michaela Spiritual Family. (laughs) You know who you are. You guys know who you are. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) And also the Jumanji count getting very high right now. So hopefully you're, you're paying attention to that. All right, so last week we had Erica, the winner of Survivor, on. Yes. And she talked about writing a letter to the universe. Really cool. Okay, so on the Mr. McKayla Spiritual Family, you put up this post. Hello, universe. Let's write a letter to the universe. Write it as if it's already happened. Be grateful. Express this very strongly. Describe all the wonderful things that have happened since you got what you wanted. Focus on the result, not how it happened. Now, we had a lot of people... Put these letters in. I think people are still crafting them. Yes. Uh, I did mine. Oh. Uh, it, got re- it got returned. It was I, like I a return. How- the universe yeah. returned it to sender? Yeah. There was like, <laughs> it got returned to sender. I don't know how these things happened to me, but they, they, they refused to deliver it. You know? Wow. Yeah. Wrong, I, maybe I put the wrong postage the on it. The universe just didn't receive it. Yeah. It just was like, no. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm going to try again. <laughs> later you should all right so you want to i wanted to read a couple because i I, and seriously do this 
do this. I mean, er, the way that Erica talks about it, it's so inspiring and so interesting. And, and um, I feel like we all could just do that too. And that's why I really wanted to encourage everyone to do it. And then not just do it, but put it on the thread. Even if you don't put exactly your letter on the thread, like put it on the thread that you're doing it. So we can all just lend our support to one another. When you lend support to other people, you are creating such an energetic boost for yourself and them. Okay. So I wanted to read Leanne. I'm going to change some names, but here's Leanne's. She writes, I am deeply grateful for the financial abundance I've been given. I am proud of the internal and external work I've done to build a more stable relationship with money. The constant flow of financial wealth from various sources has allowed husband and I to live in our dream home near a beach here. I feel so peaceful and grounded. Financial stability and security has also allowed us to travel to places we've only talked about and dreamed of. I am thankful to the universe for all its gifts. I am worthy and deserve to feel secure relationship with money. These gifts have also allowed me to feel empowerment in other areas of my life, build more memories with my husband, friends, and family, and has further nurtured my connection to myself and spirit. How lovely. I loved that one. These don't have to be like anything. It's just so she focused on what the results were, not how it happened. She expressed gratitude. You can tell she felt like it already has occurred for her. All those things are exactly what vibe we want to be on for these letters. What do you guys got? All right. I'm going to read one from Lily. Okay. I hope, you know, it's probably happening for her. I hope I don't jinx it or ruin it for her. So, (laughs) you know, I'm not the greatest at at reading, uh, as you know. All right. So Lily writes... Yeah. Well, you know, can't be good at everything. That's one thing people are not jealous of. Where do you have to go to that school? The Center for Kids That Can't Read Good or something? Good, yeah. From Zoolander. I was last in my class at Harvard, okay? But (laughs) that's fine. All right. Thank you, universe, for helping me find my purpose and identity outside of being a mother. I love being a mom, and I'm grateful that I get to show bravery and confidence in every opportunity I take, modeling to my daughter that she can do anything she wants. Thank you for everything that had to do. Thank you for everything that had to align in order for me to be doing what I love, filling my cup instead of emptying it, and allowing me to be the best, healthy version of myself for me and the ones I loved. Heart. That's wonderful. That's amazing. And you're not, you know, being a mom is such a moment, and it's hard. Like you get stuck in that, and um, it's a wonderful identity, and of course you're grateful for it. But I get it. I've been there too. I get it because you're like, what else? What else is there? Um, but you know what? She's opening up to the universe. Like I'm ready to receive what else is there. And she's, she's not focused on what that might be. It's just, she knows it'll come and all the results will be positive. So that's a really great way to write that. All right. You have any more or we'll, I have one more, one more. Megan writes, dear universe. Thank you. I have my master's in technology and business. I have several movie roles, and I am able to work in a field that I'm more passionate in. Money is never an issue, and I'm able to help others. My husband and two kids are happy and healthy. Thank you for helping me manifest all of this around me and sending my spirit guides to love and protect me. I love it. It was so positive and optimistic and very detailed in that the results were. Can you tell she's yellow? Maybe she's, oh, no, I think she's red. I got to look at her. I can't see. I don't see her picture. little selfie. But it sounds like so specific and it's kind of like a yellow person might write that or a red person might write that. But I loved it. I thought that was really just to the point and expressed All right. well. All right. Well, 
we've, we're giving them a lot of homework this week. A lot of homework, you yeah, guys. There's a lot of homework. <laughs> Mike, you got this homework. If you're a natural slacker, you don't have to do any of the homework. It's right. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and also, <laughs> also, I want to know how many times I telepathically said Jumanji on this episode. Okay. It, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's double digits. Okay. <laughs> it's double digits. This podcast is for you and about you. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. You all take care. If you want to be the most interesting person at the cocktail party, well, hop on over and listen to the Brain Candy Podcast. Our award-winning content will have you laughing while you're learning. We read all the best articles, books, and studies, and keep up with new TV shows, documentaries, and pop culture. And then we cram it all into two shows a week. Conspiracy theories, cannibal rabbits, unsolved mysteries, the history of the Walkman. There's something for everyone. The Brain Candy Podcast. Find our link in the show notes. Or simply search for the Brain Candy Podcast on your podcast app.